0: the awareness revolution podcast where we bring you alternative views on big topics that affect just about everyone if you want to improve your life and change the world then stay tuned you'll hear cutting-edge health financial and personal development strategies from a revolutionary perspective warning listening may take you outside your comfort zone separate you from the pack and change the way you see the world here's your host Jeremy Kinney Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the 10th episode of the Awareness Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Kinney, and today we're going to be talking about the super herbs, the medicine of the future. Super herbs are an amazing topic and it's something that I actually do on a daily basis. It's rare that I miss a day of getting at least some type of super herb in me. And real quick, I'll go ahead and define what a super herb is. Super herbs are the best herbs on the whole planet. And they are uh, one of the qualities, characteristics of super herbs is that they're typically tonics. And by a tonic, what I mean is that you can eat them every day without developing some sort of negative reaction to them or allergy. See some herbs shouldn't be used every day. Maybe they're too aggressive or whatever, but these super herbs are adaptogens generally and so therefore they're really they work really well in the body and you don't have to worry about taking too much and things like that. You know, some of the herbs, they're only used for certain cases, but the super herbs, because they're tonics, they can be taken every day, kind of like a food. But, you know, just as a side note, you don't want to take any herb every single day, seven days a week. It's best to always take a day off a week, you know, or two days. And switch it up so you're not on some regular schedule where every single day of the week you take your s- certain herb at 8 o'clock in the morning. So switch it up, don't do it every day, but the good thing about the super herbs is that you can do them every day. And the benefits are spread out over the course of a lifetime and the benefits increase so it builds up and accumulates and becomes more beneficial the longer that you take these substances. And if you're interested in this topic, I think you'll also really like our sixth episode, which was on superfoods. Superfoods are the top foods in the whole world. You know, it takes just as much effort to eat one thing as it does another, so might as well make it something healthy. Super herbs are pretty much the same thing, but instead of being food they're more like your medicine and the super herbs gives you certain things like alkaloids that aren't going to be in the food so they used to be in the food but the way that foods have been bred over time since agriculture it's more for marketability these alkaloids have been bred out of the plants but you can still get wild herbs that have the alkaloids present which is one of the great things about the super herbs. See the super herbs are causing a revolution. You know, just like the superfoods, we finally have access to the best super herbs from all across the planet. See before we would be limited to the herbs that grow naturally in our area. But now you can just hop online and with a few touches of a button You can have some of the best herbs and of good quality shipped right to your house. And you can pick the form. It can be the whole herb, the dried herb. You can get uh, powdered herbs. You can get uh, herbs that are in tinctures. So, you know, we've got so many options. So there's no excuse to not doing it. And, you know, they're not even that expensive, especially if you buy the herbs and make your own tinctures and stuff like that. And you can get a lot more bang for your buck. So for very little cost, you can get a lot of medicine. And the tinctures extract the medicine out of the plants. So, yeah, this is an exciting time to live. And might as well take advantage of the newfound ability to order the best herbs and have them delivered to our house. Another characteristic of these tonic herbs is their dual directional nature. So they have the ability to bring the immune system both up or down depending on whatever the body feels is necessary. So they have a level of intelligence that just isn't there with other herbs. And this is very beneficial for people with autoimmune conditions because their immune system is already ramped up and freaking out overkill so it's intelligent enough to tell the body it needs to tune down the immune system so it's a it's a regulating effect on the immune system whereas some herbs like garlic and echinacea while they're good when you're sick you don't want to take them every day because they only can move the immune system in one direction and that's up so I'm going to go over some of the top herbs. I'm going to cover 10 of them right now. And then I'm going to get into a special classification of tonic super herbs after that. So stick around because you'll definitely want to check that out because they're really good for the immune system. And it's something that you should definitely be putting into your body as often as you can. But I'm going to go over 10 of them before I get into those special classification of herbs. And this isn't necessarily the top 10 herbs, but it's 10 of the top herbs. You know, a lot of the the philosophy behind it is that you don't want to take the 876th best herb. You know, why bother with that when you can stick to the top 10 or 20 herbs? And they do a little bit of a different uh thing, you know, but typically the herbs nourish one of the three treasures in the Taoist system. So they had their own um, philosophy of three treasures, and this is uh, in Chinese medicine. So one of them is Jing, which is basically your life force. One of them is Qi, which is your quick energy, and Shin, which is your spirit. And those are really simplified explanations of the three treasures, but you get the point. And so the tonic herbs, besides being safe to consume on a regular basis, another quality that they have is nourishing at least one Of the three treasures and I've got one herb on this list that is known to nourish all three treasures so we'll get to that in just a minute so let's go ahead and get started with our list of the top 10 super herbs again it's not top 10 but 10 of the top because there are others that I'm not gonna list here and um, on my website I have a page, it's just the awarenessrevolution.com forward slash super herbs that's dedicated to super herbs where you can find them. There'll be links to where you can find each kind, and I'll add to that page over time. I'll add new herbs to the list, and I'll probably add more information on each herb. But right now, in this podcast and on that blog post, I'm mostly just naming off. What comes to my mind when I think of the herbs instead of overbearing you with too much information on each herb where you'll forget them. I'm just sticking to the single point that I think of to help me remember that herb. So when I think of the herb, this is what I think of. So they are going to be quick explanations and again, I may expand on them on that page later on. But for right now, I'm just trying to keep it simple. I'm not covering too many of them because I don't want to give you I don't want to give you too much information at one time. But we'll link to that page in the show notes, which you can find at theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash eleven. So let's get started. The first herb I want to talk about is cat's claw. I remember when I first heard that, I thought it might actually have something to do with the cat's claw, but No, it's not the case. In fact, I first heard about it in the Natural Cures book that got me hip to natural health to begin with. And, um, you know, this was probably about 14 years ago. I was sick and I started reading um, some things I can do when you're sick. And long story short, one of the things he said is go out in the sun. I went out in the sun, started reading the book and instantly felt better. I, you know, I was shocked, you know, because I felt really bad, and I felt noticeably better just by simply going out in the sun. I didn't want to go out in the sun. It sounded stupid. It sounded uh, uncomfortable, but I did it, and I felt better, and one of the other things was Cat's Claw, so I went to the store, and it got me some Cat's Claw, and, um, yeah, so it was actually one of the first health supplements that I ever bought. Um, what comes to my mind with Cat's Claw is it's, um, one of the most, if not the most, potent antiviral herb there is. And viruses is something that we all have to some extent. And we want to keep our viral load to a low level. And um, a lot of people think that that's what takes you out. And that's what contributes to disease is viruses. And cat's claw obviously is good for your immune system. So when you are sick, especially if it's viral, you want to just drink cat's claw Tea. And you could take it in other forms too. But the next super herb is pal diarco. And just as I think of being antiviral when I think of cat's claw, I think of being antifungal when I think of paldiarco. So when someone has a fungal condition such as, I don't know, um, tel, uh, toenail fungus or candida, the first herb that comes to my mind is paldiarco. And what's great about it is that it tastes really good? It's got an interesting flavor. In fact, I think it's so good that you just make tea out of it, and you don't even need a sweetener. Um, it's the bark of a tree, which is interesting. You know, you never thought you'd be making tea out of a tree, but you know, I mean, that's that's what it is. You know. So uh, let's move on to the next one, and this is probably the most popular one, and you've definitely heard of it. Um, So I'm going to give you a different angle on it. And that is ginseng. Ginseng uh, is also famous in China. It actually grows wild here. It used to grow wild um, in much more abundance. But it's been harvested. And um, the way that people do it a lot of times. They don't harvest it sustainably. Um, So... You know, what you really want is a wild ginseng. And particularly ginseng that's been in the ground and growing for at least 10 years old. It takes on uh, different properties when it gets that old. And the older, the better. If you can find some really old wild ginseng, it's like hitting the lottery. In fact, it can literally be like that because it's so prized that it's very expensive. So, if you find a bunch of it, you know, you could sell it and, you know, do pretty well off of it. But, why would you sell it when you could eat it? (laughs) Um, Okay, so, it's, ginseng is a shin tonic and it also um, gives you qi. So, it's just a really good ginseng or a really good super herb, but you don't want to just be getting the ginseng that you can buy on the counters at the gas station and stuff like that or an energy drink that's not going to be quality ginseng and there's a big difference. The next super herb I want to talk about is deer antler. Now, the deer antlers are the only thing on mammals that naturally regenerate. So, you know, you got to think of it like that. You know, the doctrine of signatures, you know, you 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 just Observe the nature of things, the colors, the shape, and properties, and then that tells you a lot about what it is and what it will do to you when you eat it, the effects that it's going to have on you. And, you know, if you want to regenerate, take some deer antler. So it's really good for rejuvenation. It's a top jing herb, just to give a, a somewhat of an analogy. That helps illustrate the um, different properties of Jing, Shen, and Qi. Picture a candle. And the Jing is the amount of candle left. The Qi is the flame. And the Shen is the light that is produced by the flame. So... It's basically lifespan. Um, for older people who just feel like age is catching up with them, The antler might help. It's, uh, uh, to get a little bit more um, specific, it is yang jing as opposed to yin jing. So it's really good for when you're working out. It's good for building muscle. It's build it's good for just getting that youth and that vigor back into your life. So if that sounds like something that you might need, um, try it out. It is expensive. It's one of the most expensive ones. Um, you know besides wild ginseng, uh, it's probably the most expensive one that's on the list that I'm covering here today. But it's worth it, you know, instead of using steroids or um, other things. And the next herb on our list is shilajit. And shilajit is from the Ayurvedic system. Most of these are from the Chinese medical system. But why stick to one system when you can take the best from each system and use them all? And shilajit is the, the highest source, at least that I know of, of fulvic acid. I think it's 50% or something. So it's almost like a fulvic acid supplement. Um, fulvic acid is a, a bad calcium dissolver. So when you have built up calcium, which causes all kinds of problems, depending on where it is in your body, it causes different problems. It's just named different depending on where the problem area is. But, um, fulvic acid will break down that bad calcium that accumulates, and it's known as the destroyer of weakness. Alright, and the next super herb is Makuna. Makuna matata. And what I think of when I think of Makuna, besides Makuna matata, is that it's the highest source of L-Dopa. So it's. Really good for people with Parkinson's. I actually have a post about this with the Parkinson's protocol that I've had some success with, just recommending just Makuna to um, people that I know that have Parkinson's real bad. And, you know, they were on all these different medications that weren't working, they weren't even helping. Um, You know, my uncle was even paying, I think he said, like $300 per month. And, you know, he doesn't make a lot of money, so that's a significant chunk of money. I mean, that's a car payment right there. And he said that this $11 bottle of Makuna worked better than his medicine. So this is really valuable for people to know. You know, if you know someone with Parkinson's, this might be able to help them. Because what happens with Parkinson's, uh, the part in their brain that produces L-dopa naturally stops producing it. So because the body's unable to produce it, you take it in through a supplement or through this herb, and then you get the L-DOPA, the dopamine, which is the the L-DOPA is the precursor to dopamine. So your body uses L-DOPA to make dopamine. So um, it's also good as an anti-stimulant for coffee. If you put, um, put it in coffee, it helps balance it out a little bit. So that way you can still get the caffeine but without being overstimulated or getting the jitters. Alright, so the next super herb is Shazandra berry. It's known as the five flavored fruit. The Chinese believe that the flavors impart a different um, effect on the body. And some of them some foods only have one flavor. Here in America we have Two flavors in our diet, basically sweet and salty, but Sazandra has all five, so it's a really good all-around tonic super herb, and it also nourishes all three treasures: Jing, Qi, and Shen. So this is the one I was mentioning earlier that mentions that it nourishes all three. So, for instance, Ron T. Garden, the legendary herbalist that really brought. Um, tonic herbalism to the west and made it famous here in the u.s uh he even named his daughter Shazandra because his master that taught him said that if he only had one herb if he could only pick one herb he would pick Shazandra because it nourishes all three treasures all right the next super herb on our list is hushu and it's a little hard to say um, but the main thing that comes to my mind with Hushu Wu is that it is deeply nourishing for the kidneys and the kidneys are directly related to the, um, gene, your life force. So, you know, I don't think of it as, you know, Western medicine, they think of, oh, you know, I've got kidney problems, so take Hushu Wu, I think of it more of just, Replenishing life force. If you've been like me, burning the candle at both ends when you were younger. I didn't sleep a lot. I was too busy doing other stuff that I would rather do than sleep. So all that taps into your Jing and um, basically depletes it like it would a battery or something. And... Though hardcore the hardcore herbalist the hardcore herbalist will say that you can't replace jing once it's already been spent you can at least slow down the rate at which you're burning jing cuz you know life just living you slowly burn jing and you want to slow down your using of jing as much as you can. And by taking these jing herbs, you help to reduce the amount of jing that you're spending on a daily basis. And also, like I said, the deer antler is a kidney yang. And this is, the hushuwu is yin. So instead of a, like a warming effect, it's more cooling, just a little little bit different. So the next herb on our list is astragalus. And the two things that come to my mind for uh, astragalus, or really three things, is it's a excellent chi tonic. So it's good for energy, it's good for immediate energy. It's also good for the immune system. And it's good for the lungs, the the entire lung meridian. So if you're getting sick, especially if you're getting sick, something related to your lungs, I recommend astragalus. Astragalus is really, really powerful. It's one of the best um, herbs for the immune system. And probably on this list, if if you were to say, what's just something good for the immune system in general, I would say astragalus and it's also warming in nature so you know if it's winter time and you live up north and it's cold a lot you might want to just really go through a lot of astragalus that's when people are getting sick too so astragalus will help keep you warm you know if you're in a situation where you actually have to be out in the cold more than you would like doing astragalus will help um, build up your Wei Qi which is your like your protective Qi that it's like a barrier in your body, so the cold wind and the coldness can't enter in and cause um, um, cold damage. So, Astragalus, good for energy, the immune system, your lungs, and it's a great, great tonic. You can get it in um, um, different forms, but I particularly like Ron Tea Gardens formula where he has what he calls the ET which is a very green and sustainable way of making it's actually a new breakthrough in herbology and instead of doing the the traditional route which people normally just make teas or tinctures out of the herbs what this does is creates basically like a raw herb it vibrates it really fast and so it's able to break the uh, constituents out of the plant without heating it so it's just a really cool new form and the uh it's, it's just a, a great technology but i like it because you can you just get the powder and you can put the powder straight in your mouth and let it soak in there in a minute or two and you can really feel it when you do it like that especially if you do a lot so that's my favorite way of taking astragalus and uh you know if you're the type of person that has cold hands or cold feet um you might want to try that out and see see if that um, works for you. And uh, just as a quick little side note, I don't want to get too technical and nerdy here, but it's really interesting because um, what they found is a constituent inside of it called astragaloside 4, and that is um, what they found by concentrating it. It's able to actually increase the size of telomeres, and... This is a new discovery. Telomeres are basically the, the best way to tell how much lifespan a person has left. So they can actually test your telomeres, which are like... Um, picture your DNA being like a shoelace. And the telomeres are what holds it together on the end. So when you get that plastic around the end of your shoelace, that's your telomeres. And the shorter they are, the less of a lifespan that you typically are going to have. And vice versa. And they actually recently discovered... That astragaluside 4, which is one of the things that's in astragalus, um, when processed and and, um, concentrated, basically, they found that it's actually able to increase the size of telomeres. So astragalus has a lot going for it and um, definitely um, one of the top herbs that you need to check out. Alright, so the last super herb on this list is Eucomia Bark. It's really good for building ligaments and fighting arthritis. It's probably the number one herb for arthritis. And arthritis is really common. So that's why it makes my list. And um, it's good for martial artists, for uh, MMA fighters, um, stuff like that. Because it's good for also um, after you give birth, uh, you know, maybe... uh, While you're pregnant and getting ready to give birth, but I'm not giving any medical advice. Do so at your own risk. You know, consult your doctor or whatever. And that goes the same with any of these herbs. You know, they are extremely safe, but hey, I got to protect myself too. I don't want no one being um, reckless with it and blaming me. But what I see is not people doing too much and having problems with it because they overdose. What I see is people underdosing. People are so afraid. You know, they buy stuff from the stores and they don't think anything of it. Or they, they all the stuff that's toxic and they, they just go along with it because everyone else is doing it. But as soon as you try to give them some astragalus or eucomia, they, you know, are you sure it's okay? Is it okay to do this much? How much? You know, all this other stuff. They're all worried that they're going to get hurt. This stuff is extremely safe. So, next up, I want to tell you about an incredible subcategory of super herbs called medicinal mushrooms. But before I do, I want to remind you that if you go to my website, theawarenessrevolution.com, you can get a free ebook just for signing up for my newsletter. And the ebook is The Awareness Revolution Primer, which is basically a primer. To get you started with not only the website, but the podcast. And to give you an idea for what my main book, The Awareness Revolution, and documentary will be about. So it's a good way to get a a bird's eye view of of my message and my mission and everything. And it's really short, straight to the point. Everything in there is, you know, there's no fluff. So um, check it out. Let me know what you think of it. And um, I hope you like it. And also, not only will you get an ebook, but you'll get updates on cool new content that I produce. And I don't send out a lot of emails. Actually, I should send out more. But you know, I definitely won't. You know, you give your email to anyone else, and I'm not gonna be bombarding your email with uh, email address with every thing that comes to my mind you know I'm not going to do it very often I want to give you quality emails not quantity emails and um, so so check that out if you haven't already to stay tuned is really the best way to keep informed with the progress as we move forward in this awareness revolution one more thing I want to point out before I move on to the medicinal mushrooms is a um i've i've started a patreon page p-a-t-r-e-o-n so you can just go to patreon.com forward slash awareness revolution i'll also leave uh, a link to that in the show notes but it's a really cool way to get involved with the content creation process with me so you can help guide me on the content that you would like to see me create you know, I can answer your questions, you'll have access to a Patreon-only feed, as well as on the higher tiers, you get exclusive content such as behind-the-scenes footage, tutorials that you can't get anywhere else. So there's a lot of good rewards, and the more that you contribute financially to this movement, then the, the bigger the rewards are. So check out that page if if you don't if you're not familiar with how Patreon works just just visit the page and see how it works. It's a really cool thing, and I would love to have you join my community. So yeah, just check that out. Again, the show notes you can find them at theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash eleven. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into the medicinal mushrooms. They are longevity herbs for the immune system. In fact, if you go into like the vitamin shop and you go into the section on the immune system and you look at the ingredients in a lot of these formulas, what you're going to see is that they're um, mostly medicinal mushrooms in there. And because they are the best thing for the immune system, and with all the attacks on the immune system that we have, I mean, it's important for us all to be loading up our immune system With the weapons it needs to fight off the things that we're being exposed to. Because we've never lived in such a toxic time. With the air so toxic. The water so so toxic. I mean the food so toxic. Our homes are so toxic. You know. We're just. It's it's inevitable. You just can't avoid it. And um, so the medicinal mushrooms are good. If you don't want to get sick. But. You don't want to wait until you're sick to take these medicinal mushrooms. Ideally, what you do is you take them while you're well. See, a lot of people think of it like that. They think Western medicine-wise, you know, you get sick, you go to the doctor, blah, blah, blah. But this is prevention. This is how you, you... You don't want to be fighting sickness. You want to be promoting health. And this is how you do it. And ideally, you know... Somehow figure out a way to get medicinal mushrooms in your body every single day, and you could take capsules, tinctures. You can actually eat some of these mushrooms. Some of them you can't. Some of them, like matsake, is really popular. Um, shi- shiitake you can even buy in like Whole Foods and stuff like that. But you know the quality is questionable uh, on the shiitake because it depends on the substrate that they're grown on, because. They're best grown on logs, but to mass produce them, a lot of times these uh, these producers they they grow it on sawdust, and sawdust is inferior. So you got to know that what you're doing, you know, because they're probably charging eighteen dollars a pound or whatever the price is for some terrible quality sawdust shiitake mushrooms. But you know, you can actually grow them yourself. Some medicinal mushrooms you can't grow; some of them you can. Um, Shiitake is one that you can grow. It's actually pretty easy. It's one of the easier ones, and um, I've actually grown them myself. I would like to grow more medicinal mushrooms. I like to grow different types and just basically get a whole medicinal mushroom farm. I just haven't yet. I just haven't yet. But um, you know, help me out. Join me on Patreon. Help help the cause, and then I'll I'll uh, have more free time, um, and I'll, I could be able to hire help and i'll I'll grow the mushrooms, I'll show you how to how to grow them because then you can get a lot of bang for your buck and it's really cool and you can guarantee that you're getting pretty good quality um but you can just look that up online you know um you know uh grow your own medicinal mushrooms and there's there's courses and books and um seminars and stuff like that that you can attend or or YouTube videos um so definitely look into that if if that's up your alley you know i I would i would uh highly recommend looking into growing your own medicinal mushrooms if you can if that's you definitely check it out but um ideally you know besides that the other ideal way is to find them in the wild now a lot of people will warn you not to eat mushrooms from the wild unless you know what you're doing which is really really true because you can die but typically the The poisonous ones are mushrooms that are on the ground, that grow on the ground. And for the most part, with the exception of, um, with agaricus blazei, that, um, the, that one grows on the ground, but the rest of them, for the most part, grow on trees. There's another exception, cordyceps, you know, it doesn't grow on the ground, but, um, you know, it's, you're not going to find that uh, growing. It grows up in the mountains and, and like near China and stuff like that. It's, it's weird. I'll get into that in a little bit. But, but most of them, they grow on trees and, and tree mushrooms are, are pretty safe. Uh, according to Dave Wolf, he said he's even eaten one of the glow in the dark ones that's supposed to be really poisonous and does grow on a tree. And he said he was fine. So I don't know. You know, um, again, don't take my word for it. Um, eat them at your own risk. But I will tell you, you know, if you see a mushroom or something like that growing out of a tree, just harvest it and then look up, look it up online. You know, maybe take it to um, a mycologist, someone who's knowledgeable on medicinal mushrooms, and have them identify it to make sure it's what you think it is. But it doesn't hurt to harvest it if you find something. You're out in the woods and you see something. A lot of times they'll, they'll be on... Um, Dead trees, damaged trees, when lightning strikes and and hurts a tree. Um, Really interesting. They're really um, advanced. They're actually a lot like humans. They even um, produce neurotransmitters. So they're um, a lot closer related um, to humans than you would think. But um, And again, you can make your own tinctures with them from home, which will give you more bang for your buck. And ideally, not just eat one medicinal mushroom, but if you eat more, there's a synergistic effect. See, the famous mycologist Paul Stamets found this out, that when you have a number of them, I think it's a minimum of five medicinal mushrooms or seven together, then it creates a synergistic effect that he calls... Host Defense, which is the name of his product line of uh, uh, medicinal mushrooms. And David Wolf even has a bag on his uh, on the LongevityWarehouse.com, and he calls it the 24 Mushroom Blend. And there's mushrooms in there that I still don't even know the name of. Uh, I love it. I love it. I think it's a great product. It's great to be able to get 24 different medicinal mushrooms all mixed in one powder. Um, great product. We love it. It's expensive, but hey, you get what you pay for. Your health is worth it. Your family's health is worth it. It's an investment. And, you know, if you spend the money, it seems like, oh, yeah, it's $180 for a bag, but then that bag lasts you and your whole family a year or something like that. So it's really not too bad. But here we're only going to cover six of the top medicinal mushrooms. These are the most popular, the most well studied, the most accessible. So here we go. The first one is known as Rishi. Some people pronounce it Reishi. Um, and of course, that's not the real name for it. It has a pinyin name, a Chinese name like Lingzhi. Um And it's, it, when you look at it, it looks like it's spelled totally different. But, um, you know, over here we call it, uh, I call it Rishi. And it's known as the Mushroom of Immortality. It's a prize for giving person who takes it wisdom and good fortune it's one of the most well-studied herbs on the whole planet with thousands of years of history legend and lore and the chinese medical system and you can actually find it growing wild in a lot of places it's 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 more common than what you think you know when you actually start looking for it You'll be shocked to find it growing. You'll just be, like, one time we just pulled over at a gas station. We were on a road trip and just uh, kind of just walking around to stretch our legs. Looked over, and from a distance we could see Rishi growing out of a tree next on a gas station. So uh, you just never know. Just keep an eye out for it. It has a really distinctive spaceship, almost like a UFO type of look. And um, another property that, you can, that can help you identify it is it has, like, a, a shiny... Lac lacquer uh coating on the outside a lot of times and you don't want to wipe that off you know you want to get it and make tea make tinctures out of it um but it doesn't taste good it's not the best tasting one um you can't eat it but when you make tea out of it it it's just really bitter it has a has a strong flavor so um so you don't want to use too much if you're making a tea But our second medicinal mushroom on the list is Shaga, and it does taste good. It it doesn't have a a strong offensive um, flavor, not really bitter. So I like Shaga. I actually prefer Shaga for that reason, you know, because if if you don't eat it because it doesn't taste good, then it's not going to do you any good. So you got to do what works for you. And if you're more likely to take it, if it tastes good, then hey, it's a better herb. So Rishi and Shaga are um, two of the top herbs. Shaga is probably the number one herb against cancer. It's particularly useful against melanoma. That's probably because of the betulin in it. It's got betulinic acid. And this is something that is... In the trees that it's found in, shaga primarily grows on birch bark, but it does grow on a few other trees too, but it's, it's usually found on birch trees. And the betulin in the trees is not absorbable by us if we eat it, you know, but who would eat the tree anyway? You know, so we can't just go and scrape off some of the tree and, and get it. So what happens is the Shaga practically concentrates the Betulin and other things into it. And then you can harvest that and then make tea and tinctures out of it. And then you can get the Betulin. So it's really, really cool that Shaga just has this unique ability to be able to extract this substance out of this tree and make it absorbable for humans. It's one of the highest sources of antioxidants. Um, It's also very high in a particular super antioxidant named superoxide dismutase. And that's uh, the acronym that it's commonly known as is SOD. It also has uh, a really high amount of melanin in it. So it's good for hair color. It's good for your eyes, and it's good for protection from the sun. So if you want to go out in the sun for an extended period of time, you know the best protection is inner protection. Antioxidants in general will help, but also the melanin will help shield you from the radiation, from the sun. Um, if you're going to fly, um, it's good to drink a lot of shaga on the way to the airport, I think. And, um you know and get the stuff in your body it's also really good for your immune system all these are good for the immune system Um, but the shaga in particular is nice because you can make it strong and you can make a big batch of it i like to fill up a crock pot and um and just keep it going for days keep it on low and you know you can drink it all day long and you can use that as a base for your oats if you make oatmeal you can use it um, as your water when you make coffee instead of just using regular water. You use shaga tea, and you just mix it into your diet. However, you can and because it tastes good. It's not offensive. It won't throw off the taste of your oats or your of your shaga tea. I mean, or, or of your um, your coffee. So it's really good. I mean, you can buy it in capsules too, but. Um, I have an entire page dedicated to Shaga that shows some of the science behind it. There's been studies that show all this stuff. And um, you can that page is linked to on my medicinal mushrooms page. Which uh, will be linked to in the show notes again at theawarenessrevolution.com forward slash one zero. And yeah, Shaga is an excellent one. Probably my favorite medicinal mushroom. Unfortunately, you can't grow it. And birch trees... um, really you're going to be able to find shaga up north but you when you can't go too far south and, and still find him so um it doesn't grow where i'm at so unfortunately i can't go and harvest it wild um but if i did live up north still during the winter time i would i would go out and i would hunt shaga for sure and if the whole world were to um <laughs> really view shaga like how i do then there wouldn't be enough shaga for us all so luckily it's still a secret for people like me and you the people that are aware of its existence of its importance and 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 we can go and for free we can extract this wonderful medicine straight from nature and put our health into our own hands there's a lot of um legends and lore behind shaga too it's got thousands of years of history um, uh, I think it was in the sixties, the Russians, they started using it, uh, medicinally. Um, it was written, um, in a book, which made it popular over here about mixing it with, um, conventional cancer treatments. And, um, that's one of the things that, that is really cool about the medicinal mushrooms. Um, I'm, I'm kind of going to uh, sidestep away from the particular mushrooms for a second and just talk about The medicinal mushrooms in general. And some of them are going to have more of an ability to do this than others. But basically, when people have cancer and they're choosing a cancer treatment, they don't have to choose between going the natural route and going the conventional. You know, you can get your chemo and radiation and still do other things to build your immune system and try to fight the cancer naturally. You don't have to choose between the two. You don't have to choose... Between doing medicinal mushrooms or the conventional treatment that your doctor is going to give you. In fact, the medicinal mushrooms make the conventional treatments work even better. How they do that is they build the immune system. You know, I mean, obviously, if they're good for cancer, they're going to be good for cancer um, even after you do your chemo. So they're just good for cancer, regardless. So it isn't a one or the other type of thing. But also to take it even further, what happens is it helps protect your body from the chemo. And because of the chemo, it it really knocks your it, it, it's killing your body. It's chemo is basically they're they're trying to kill your body enough to kill the cancer without killing you. They're hope they're they're killing both of you, and they're hoping that the cancer dies first. So. It's really damaging to the body. It's really damaging to the immune system. So these medicinal mushrooms act as weapons for your immune system. They, they help your body create immune cells, um, macrophages, and NK cells, which are natural killer cells, which that, um, you know, your body's looking for cancerous cells, and then it's always trying to extinguish the fires, you know, it's like the cancerous cells, like a fire in the building, and, you know, it can deal with so many at a time, but the more that you have, eventually it gets out of, out of control, and, you, and you, you gotta escape, you've gotta, you've gotta do an emergency evacuation, right, just a fire extinguisher isn't Going to work no longer right so that's what it that th- this is a process that's always going on with the cancer in your body so th- they say that we all have cancer you know we we don't really all have cancer but we all have cancer cells and it's only when your cancer cells get to a certain point the amount of them that um it actually becomes cancer and then depending on what the cancer is they'd say it's this kind of cancer but by taking these medicinal mushrooms, your body it has more immune weapons, immune cells, like these NK cells. And what, the, what they do is they make your cancer cells go through a process that's known as apoptosis. And that's natural programmed cell death. So it makes them basically commit suicide. It makes the cancer cells commit suicide and it so basically it's killing the cancer cells without harming the good cells, and that's one of the differences, one of the main differences, and this is key right here, that natural medicine, medicinal mushrooms, immune herbs like astragalus, what these substances do is they kill the cancer cells just like you know chemo but without damaging the body you know a lot of people don't die from cancer they die from the cancer treatment so this is a way where you can um heal your body fight cancer keep it under control without damaging your body and that's why you want to do it regularly on a regular basis every day if you can over the course of a long period of time and not wait till you have cancer and that's the key don't get into the western medicine mind uh mind don't get don't let don't let that thinking into your mind you know you want to take this stuff while you're healthy to maintain your health okay all right let's move on to the next one which is shiitake it's funny because i see it spelled wrong all the time it's spelled with two eyes, but anyway it doesn't matter all right shi- shiitake has something in it that's called lentinin, and it's the only thing that has this in it and that's what is it's attributed for a lot of shiitake's health benefits. It's also um, very high. It's the highest food source of, I can't even pronounce the antioxidant, but it's l ergothionine, I believe. And uh, it's just a unique antioxidant that the body cannot make. And shiitake is probably the most widely eaten medicinal mushroom, you can buy it with health foods like I said, but again it's inferior when it's grown on sawdust, so you have to know where it's coming from. But you can also buy it in supplements and stuff like that too, but I recommend growing your own if you can. And the next medicinal mushroom is agaricus blazei. And this is an interesting one because it only grows naturally in a small mountainous town in Brazil. So it's just little area where um people in the Western, you know, Western world they figured out that in this little area, diseases, certain diseases like cancer were extremely rare. So they started looking into it and what they found is it was because of this medicinal mushroom. So it gained a lot of popularity, and it's the best-selling supplement in Japan where it's approved to treat cancer. But here in the land of the free, we're not allowed to do it. We, we're we not allowed to t- treat cancer using these medicinal mushrooms, even though there's lots of science showing that it's really effective. And on top of that, it's safe, you know? So and it makes the chemo work better, and it protects your body from the harmful effects of the chemo. So if nothing else, it should be used with the chemo. But no, no, it's illegal to, you know, doctors have to follow a certain protocol, and if they don't do that, then they can get in trouble. So you know, if it's not in the protocol, which it's not here in America, it is in Japan, but um, then doctors can lose their license, and then you know, what good are you with a with a um medical degree but you can't practice medicine you know you're back at square one working at a gas station or something probably so um it's illegal to cure america it's illegal to cure a disease here in the land of the free and i made it is i made a video called illegal to cure you can just type that in, in the search bar on my website but um i'll leave a uh link to that in the show notes so you can see and understand because i explained it in more depth why it's illegal to cure in america but anyways so even though obviously if you take it in america or you take it in japan it has the same effects they say it's good for cancer and we just kind of ignore it you know i mean who who even knows about this stuff yeah, Paul Stamets even sells his own unique strain of it because they did end up finding out how to domesticate it and, and and cultivate it. Um, It was tough, but they did, and Paul Stamets has his own unique strain of it that he sells, by the way. And again, there's links to this stuff and where you can buy it on my webpage. Um on the awarenessrevolution.com. The link will be in the show notes. And if you're just listening on iTunes, I want to remind you that we um I do still make video podcasts. So I um I I add a little bit of content by letting you see the post and and stuff like that while I'm going. So if you ever get a chance check out the video podcast and I'll I'll post them on YouTube too. And if you have any recommendations, I want to make it more interesting, you know, instead of just a a screencast of me going over my website, I'm going to add, uh, the ability to where you can see me talking. I'll start doing that soon. But if you have any suggestions for how to make the video podcast better, please let me know in the comments and, um, or if there's any way at all that I can improve the podcast, you know, feel free to let me know because I would love to improve and I would love to make this better for you and if you have a suggestion that's good then odds are it's gonna benefit other people as well so feel free to let me know in the comments um, and let's make this better because the better it is the more people we're gonna reach the more people that we reach the better off we're all gonna be I've got two more medicinal mushrooms and then we're all done with the super super herbs today all right and we're gonna go over cordyceps This is another really powerful gene herb. It's great for the adrenal glands and the lungs. Wild Cordyceps. It's really weird. It's really rare. Um, So it comes with a hefty price tag. So what it does is it grows on caterpillars, but only at a very high altitude in the mountains and only during short time periods. You know, like this is up there in China and Tibet and stuff like that. But um, luckily... You can now buy cordyceps that isn't wild because they figured out a way to cultivate it, and they even have vegan cordyceps, and they're and they're quite tasty. You can get them from DragonHerbs.com. Um, they're 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 decent. You can put them in soups or stir fries or whatever, and um, they're not as good as the wild cordyceps, of course, but <laughs> they're a small fraction of the price, so probably a lot more bang for your buck. Um, Cordyceps was, uh, one of the things that got, um, that made it famous is it, um, Oh, I forget the story. I should have looked it up before I, I, I did this, but there was, um, some sort of like, I think it was in the Olympics. These, uh, f- I think they were female runners or something that really just blew away the competition. And when they asked w- how they did it, how they performed so well, they, um, they accredited Cordyceps for the performance and then so there was all this controversy. They were wondering if you know, they they're, they're treating like they did steroids or something like that. But it's really good for lungs and breathing and athletics. Um, so if that's a weak point for you, something that you want to work on, um, you might want to try out Cordyceps. But you know, especially Cordyceps, you know, I, the other ones too, but Cordyceps is really um when the magic happens with cordyceps is when you take it regularly over a very long period of time, like decades. That's when that's what really um, builds up this adrenal and lung power that you can get from cordyceps. All right, last medicinal mushroom on our list is Mataki. Its nickname is Hen of the Woods, and it's most commonly found in the northeastern U.S. and it's uh, Probably the most commonly eaten, along with shiitake. But um, you, don't, if you don't want to eat it, you can get it in capsules and other formulas and formulations. So yeah, I hope that was a nice list. Um, before I wrap it up, I do want to tell you about a few interesting books because you you might want to look more into this. This is just a quick overview. I didn't even cover all the herbs or all the medicinal mushrooms because that would take a long time. But you get the idea. This is really interesting stuff. You're gonna get stuff from these herbs that you won't get anywhere else in your diet. So it's just good to add them in. And you can buy some books like um, David Wolf has his own book on Chaga, and it gave a few good tips in there. And um, you know, you can get those in, in the book on my website. But you know, there's a lot of good information out there. You might want to get a book on growing them. And, you know, if you're on a budget, that's the way to get medicine in. If you want to get your whole family healthy, grow a lot. Grow as many as you can. Have an abundance of medicinal mushrooms. Trade, barter with them. Give them to your family members, your loved ones. And, you know, make everyone healthy. And it's not going to be, no. don't expect a magic pill. Everyone's always wanting a magic pill. That just miraculously does everything. But you know if you're going to be eating something. You might as well eat something good. Like Mataki or Shiitake. You know. And that's because. You know over time it's going to make a difference. It isn't going to be just you eat it one time. And all of a sudden you have magic powers. So don't get the wrong idea. But over time. It accumulates. And you develop a a, a more robust immune system. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope you're inspired to want to try medicinal mushrooms. If you haven't already, listen to uh, podcast episode number six, which is about superfoods, which is a lot like this podcast. If you like this one, you'll love that one. And I go more, if you like this kind of information um, check out my gifts from nature ebook which is also available on my website it's only $5 and it gives you all kinds of practical tips about how you can improve your health naturally and most of the stuff is free you know it's the best things that you can do for your health but they're free so therefore they're underreported because people can't make a, make money off selling you something that you can get for free like sunlight So you got to know how to use sunlight. You know, people are afraid of it, but you know, you don't want to be afraid of water just because you can drown. So the book helps you understand how to safely access the best medicines that come from nature. So if you like this, you like that kind of information, you'll love gifts from nature. And please help us out. The best thing that you can do to help us out with this podcast is um, just review us on iTunes write a review and let us know so that way other people can easily find out about this otherwise itunes isn't going to push it they're not going to show it to other people and when other people are looking at it, trying to judge whether or not they should listen if they see there's a bunch of five-star reviews they're going to listen and then they're going to hear about this and maybe they'll start feeding their family medicinal mushrooms you know maybe they'll be your neighbor and they've got uh, an abundance of medicinal mushrooms And now it's helping you because you shared this podcast or reviewed it on iTunes. So thanks again so much. Cheers to all of our health. Have yourself a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in to the Awareness Revolution Podcast. Be the change you wish to see in the world.